as a lot of that is a basic French technique, whipped cream. That you know you can just buy it or you can make it, and that's just a French technique or an omelet. Uh, well, <laughs> that's you know, true. Things of that nature. How you, and eggs are a, a major thing um, in French techniques. Cool. Yeah. Well, see, I, I like. I mean, okay, the omelet part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed about that, but other things. There are other things. Yeah. The now I've learned and appreciate. So or even a reduction sauce that we do a lot. Are all French styles and so forth, or yeah, it, a lot of it comes from um, you know French techniques. As, okay. as far as I know, if some, you know, somebody you know, I could be totally wrong, but from my understanding of French cooking, um, a lot of that stuff is a reduction okay. sauce. All right. Yeah. See, we learn something new every day. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite uh, food spot that you like to go to? Do, do, let me ask, do you go out a lot or do you do more of your cooking uh, yourself? I mean, at home. Yes, yes to both. Okay. <laughs> so um, I have uh, two favorite spots that um, I go to quite often. Okay. Um, um, so I, I work in theater and um, whenever I have an opening night show, I usually take the afternoon off and I go get my like opening day lunch. Nice. Um, and this is not a French place at all, but it's Quang's. Favorite, yes. favorite, uh, yep. favorite. And I get the oh, same man. thing every single time. It's 508, which is my favorite soup. Um, it doesn't matter what season it is. I always get it. And so, you know, that place. But then my favorite like nighttime happy hour place that I go to with friends all the time. I love Barbette. See, I haven't been there yet. Oh, it's awesome, awesome, awesome happy hour because hmm. you can get like $5 mussels, which in this, you know, I think mussels, I don't really like mussels too much, but, but I love the sauce. See, I was just about to say that I don't like, I don't know a lot of friends that like mussels. Okay. So, you know, you, you saying that, I'm like, okay, well, who would I take? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so. I think like seafood in general for me, I do I like it? Yes. However, the like mussels and oysters and things like that, like that, um, the texture really grosses me out. Okay. So if they're small, I can do it. If they're big, no, 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 no. But the sauce and flavoring, I love that. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Well, Barbette. Okay. Yep. See, as as you know, this show is all about introducing uh, my audience or the community to uh, just. I don't know what how I want to say it. The, the restaurants and new places to sure. actually go to um, within their area. So it's not it really is not just here. Um, it is also within the east side area. It's also just within the the entire neighborhoods, local neighborhoods, Minneapolis. Uh, if you're a foodie and you enjoy going to new places, um, you now that's what this show is about. And so you know, bringing out different areas such as i know barbette is not in it's more so in minneapolis correct yeah yep. but barbette's in um like the uptown neighborhood. yes yep. exactly um still uh be open to traveling to new neighborhoods and new communities too because you'll also find uh interesting food places that you, you've probably driven by maybe to work or just through the city and you never probably thought about stopping there um, that's what this show is about. That's what we help you to do so that you know about these. So you just helped me with Barbette. So <laughs> thank you. Um, did you get a chance to go to the fair? No, I didn't. I know. No, I know, no, I I know. Did, I'm not. I'm not. I was just going to ask you if you had any favorite fair food. Well, I, this, I didn't go this year, but I do have my normal stops right. that I do when I go to the fair. Mm-hmm. Um, always cheese curds. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a necessity, right? Yeah. A necessity. Um, and I, I would need to go to the dairy barn and get a vanilla shake. Oh, okay. It's 
it's like I always have to do that. Ever since I was a kid, my aunt brought me there my first time, and we did that by, it's by the dairy, by the butterheads. So okay, always get a shake from there, and then the cookies. I know, oh, it's right, sweet Martha's, sweet Martha's cookies. And did you? I just saw um, on like it was like a video on Facebook the process of sweet Martha cookies yes. being made. Did you, you see that? Said, I saw that too. I'm I was like, wow, like, <laughs> that's an operation. Uh, can we get the ingredients or something? And <laughs> I know she's like, no, you. I'm I'm not willing to part with that. And, yeah, crap, and the, they're so good. And always a Dole Whip. Okay. I know that's nothing fancy. It's just like it's just ice cream, but it's fruity and like mm. <laughs> it's good. It's tropical, okay. and I don't know what they're called, but it, I or even like, but it's the sweet potato pie, or the the the, 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 the it's sweet potatoes. Okay, with like and it's the marshmallow sweetness on top. Hmm. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know if it's called something. I have no idea what it's called, but I get it every year. I go there. I look for it hmm. and I get okay. it. Okay. But those are the things I usually get. Nice. Well, good. Um. I was gonna ask about something else, and it quickly left me. But is there what's an interesting ingredient that you've cooked with? An interesting ingredient, um, something that's not that's like different, or maybe none of your friends are probably saying, "Okay, that's you know, why are you using that, or what's that for?" Sure. Um. So, um, I really love like the charcuterie. Okay, and so charcuterie is like it's like the you know it's the pork and the sausage, of and, course, and you know meat and cheese plate. It's the meat part, right? And so making things of that nature. Um, and in my fr- freezer at home right now, I have a, a calf liver. Okay, wow. It's just sitting in there, and it's being. I'm waiting for the perfect moment to make like a nice terrine or pate with it. Okay, I'm waiting for that. And but here's the story. So the but first, see, this is where all that you know you said French techniques and so forth come into play, right? right. I mean, so I. I and I've never had calf liver before, so and, 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 yeah, it's it's you know it's um kind of like a it's a strong flavor. Okay, all livers I think whenever you cook with liver, it's always a very strong flavor. Right, um, and that's what makes it I think a great for a pate oh. or a terrine is having that strong flavor because then you have like the other meat flavors on on top of it too. Okay, and the first time I ever made um the pate, um, I used duck liver, and or, yeah, duck liver and pork and bacon and there's a whole bunch of other like herbs and stuff inside of it mm-hmm. but you need to combine uh, the bacon and the and the duck liver together in a food processor oh, wow <laughs> and so the first time i made this was oh man i took it out of the food processor and it doesn't smell very good like raw meat in my mind just doesn't smell very good really it doesn't I don't think so, especially when it's, when it's being like bladed and whipped oh, okay. together in a machine. Maybe right? I suppose. And then so. you and then you look at it, taking like it out of this thing. I had to grab a garbage. I just puked. <laughs> the terrine though itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they do. They know. They know. They're like, what? I'm like, what? It tastes. It's so good. It's so good. But it turned out really good. But like the the creation of it, the making of it, wasn't as exciting. I think uh, the preparation and creation portions. Uh, at times can be uh, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, interesting, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> odd. Yep, to some because mm-hmm. you're like that doesn't look very good. I mean, we watch on uh, Food Network channels or just any type of cooking show, and you're like, oh, what is that? What is that? They're supposed to do what with that? How is that supposed to turn out to some fabulous dish that? would be in like a five-star restaurant or something like that <laughs> right but certainly it does it happens it does. that way so gosh um 
we could we could talk i could talk to you more about stuff that you do but yeah are you cooking that you do but um i know that you mentioned just a few moments ago that you're uh in theater yeah what other type of projects aside from you know food or cooking do you are you involved in or that you do on sure um, so um, like my bread and butter, my main income, I work for a stages theater company in Hopkins, Minnesota, Yep. which is, you know, from here, it's the completely the it opposite is. end of town, opposite it's end of town. 20, 25 miles probably. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. But Hopkins isn't that far, but no, it's, exactly. it's not that far. It's not a far suburb. It's a, like first ring suburb, but it's still, it's far enough. I live in St. Paul, not too far from the east side. Okay. So my commute though, it, you know, every morning's far, but that's what I do. So my main job there is I'm a theater teacher. So I teach, um, I'm the theater teacher in many different West Metro schools um, throughout the day. And then on the production side of stages, I um, am a composer and music director. So right now I actually have a show. I'm going to plug my show. Go ahead, please. <laughs> please um, do. Right now I'm working on Spookily the Square Pumpkin, oh. which opens um, on September 30th and runs through October 30th. Awesome. And it's a puppet show, which oh. is pretty cool. So all of the, all the characters, except for one, are all soft puppets. So like, when I say soft puppet, it's kind of like a Muppet style. Okay. You know, so like, they, like, like they're, you can like squish them, mm -hmm. you know, but they're all pumpkins and melons and they're in the show. Oh, that's it's, really it's, cool. It's an anti-bullying story. So it's pretty cool. Oh, well, that's, I think that's going to go over well. I mean, you know, definitely your, your genre and your audience and so forth. So, but anything that is kind of a social issue right mm -hmm. now especially that yeah, i mean huge. i think that's ongoing more than anything so hats off to you and props yep. to you on that so you know again thanks so much for being here do you think you'll be able to stick around sure. or are we just gonna wrangle you to stay that's what it really <laughs> what it good. is like the door is locked he can't leave <laughs> sorry um this next uh segment that we i uh, want to talk about or we come to is just uh i call foodie talk and it's just places that I've gone to this week or, or eaten at. Uh, the first one, it's on my Facebook page. Uh, it's Legends. Um, and it, I'm just going to say, yes, it is a, <clears throat> a, an, a beverage establishment. But I went there for food. <laughs> I really did. Uh, specifically, um, and I, I was there with a, another friend. Um, a number of months ago or maybe weeks ago but it was just for a happy hour I just thought we'd stop in and bacon wrapped rib tips <sighs> yeah anything <laughs> involving bacon and a tender cut of meat like that wrapped it uh, it was just so good um to it was tender uh, i think this time might be a little bit different on how it, you know the texture it was still very very good because you know when you go to a place or to a restaurant you know that okay the first time that you've had it you're like man this is wonderful and you go back and you're like oh my goodness it's still very good but it's different somehow yeah right? it's different somehow i'm not saying it was bad because you know again we've talked and any of my friends know that you know my show is not about critiquing a restaurant or food but um, I just know that this particular dish that they were serving or appetizer that they were serving is very, very, it's very good. It really, really is. And for the uh, the dollar that it is and the amount of meat, meat that's on the plate, <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's all I need. And maybe, you know, a, a, a cider. It's not really, it is alcoholic beverage, but not really. But, you know, this is not about alcoholic 
yeah any type of alcohol in this on this station or on this show so i'm being good <laughs> but um it legends uh is located uh on larpenture and uh cent- well where larpenture and, and hennepin meet excuse me um and they have great uh appetizers aside from that you know that one was just one that i felt needed to be brought out and be mentioned uh you might find other things on the menu that i'm gonna be just honest and say that i you know i can't try everything on a menu so yes i do have to take friends with me and hopefully they're gonna say oh order something different or whatnot um that was the only thing that i had there and because i was full i couldn't have <laughs> the same instance with you know being at the fair it's like i you know it's learning experience where you go and you you soon understand that you can't eat everything i mean when you get something you can't if you're trying to be a food individual and food lover like we all are um you can't eat the whole entire thing <laughs> and i made that mistake <laughs> multiple times at the fair and so by dish number or item number four or five i was like i can't do this so i'm learning we're all learning you know we're learning together <laughs> the next place that i this one was quite interesting um hot indian foods um, Hot Indian Foods, they are located uh, within the uh, Midtown Global Market. That's brick and mortar. But they really started off at, with a food truck. Hmm. Have you had... I know the Midtown Global Market. I go... Um, I used to live over like in Stephen Square. So okay. Midtown Global Market was like my grocery store. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Hot Indian Foods, um, I I love I love Indian food yeah, anyway. Uh, I love doing curries and... and I I don't cook lamb a lot. Uh, I know my introduction to lamb was with my father. Um, at one point, some friends of his had gone hunting. Now, see, that story right there is... I used to live in Los Angeles, you know, born and raised, but friends went hunting and brought food or animals <laughs> back to my father, and he's just cooking it up and slicing it up, and I'm like, what is that? Uh, it... It's, it's well he just said he said oh it's sheep i was like what <laughs> you mean the thing with wool and stuff on it yeah he's like yeah you're gonna have that for dinner tonight i'm like no i'm not i'm not having that sheep but then when you use the term lamb you know you get, you get it older takes the cartoony yes <laughs> the, the cute cartoon I'm out like, of your mind right sheep i'm <laughs> i'm not eating sheep <laughs> but this place Again, going back to Hot Indian, they they have a lamb rice bowl that was just delicious. I I, I know that um, lamb could uh, I won't it could be a, a an acquired taste of the texture. Yep. So um, I've had it in the past. You know, we've had lamb. I've had lamb chops and and so forth. But to have it. As they described, it was a dry rubbed leg of lamb that's been slow braised um, until it's it's tender, tender that it starts to fall apart in strands. Uh, and then they have it mixed with, uh, they describe it as their juicy. And I'm, I'm gonna, this word, I it's called chana, C-H-A-N-N-A uh, masala. I'm, I, is that, you know, are you familiar with that? Or? I, I 
No. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, my, 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 my knowledge of Indian food is I know what I like. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you what they are. <laughs> I, I was looking it up and that word, it, I, it's a number of ways that I guess for Indian or it's it's actually a Indian or Pakistani um, type of cuisine that they use it in, but it's spelled in like two or three different ways. Okay. So the way that they have it on the website, it's C H A N N A. Another, you know, is C H A N N A Y. I'm like, wow, okay. So there's still another one. We won't go into that, but it's known as other things as well or how, how it's spelled. Um, but it's again described as being a popular dish for Indian and Pakistani um, cuisines. The main ingredient is chickpeas. And I don't really care for chickpeas. <gasps> I, I, well, okay. No, no, no. Stop. I, no. I, before I, I start getting, you know, bad, hot, boiling <laughs> off, you know, pots of water and stuff before throwing me or whatnot, I. Yeah, I I guess it has to be prepared a certain type of way. Okay. Maybe when I was younger, uh, my mother, my poor mom, she wanted to introduce us to healthy things. And someone told her about probably chickpeas or something like that. And we tried it. And I'm like, nah, that's not for me. That's not for me. <laughs> As I've gotten older and definitely more mature and uh, introducing myself to vegetables and, you know, lentils and so forth that are that i could that i like um i started you know chickpeas slowly it had to be really cooked really well so it was sure. tender um but again this dish is this particular sauce the um, ch- chana or ch- oh crap it's <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna try uh this the marsala sauce that they use for this dish is really good um but for the to make that it has the chickpeas it's onions tomatoes uh coriander seed garlic chilies and ginger so a mixture of all of that uh the meat is then if you would still mixed in to that um, masala sauce but i remember while i was having it for lunch um the other day I was tasting all these other different ingredients that they used on it. They used cabbage. I mean, oh. when you look at the dish, they use cabbage, um, definitely rice, but uh, cabbage, uh, apples were in there. Ooh, mango cool. was, and they diced them, the, like the mangoes and the uh, apples, diced very small, probably like a quarter of an inch. So they, uh, I, I don't know how they, I'm assuming they have a machine probably because they were just very perfect, but it's just those small as you're taking a spoon or a fork of it you taste that sweetness along with the other spices uh, of the masala sauce and uh, what uh, i think there's another spice or something that they use in it um but it gives it a wonderful balance of flavor um cilantro i love cilantro and they use cilantro um at least not sparingly but they do use it and it's it's very very good so Definitely, if you've never tried it before, um, Hot Indian, they again are located in Midtown Global Market. Um, that address is 92, uh, 920 East Lake Street. Their telephone number is 
236-4423. And they also have a food truck. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Hot Indian was named one of uh, the Twin Cities best food trucks. Oh, cool. So that's, you know, uh, especially if a person that likes food trucks and knows where they are. If you see that food truck, I encourage you to stop. They have um, samosas. Uh, they offer different, uh, I think it's called a, a Indian Rito. Which is an Indian, <laughs> it really, it's a Indian burrito. And they have, you know, the name, you know, set out there for it. So, hey, like, please make sure that you go and visit Hot Indian. Uh, I think a friend that works in Kitchen in the Market in uh, Midtown Global Market mentioned it to me some time ago. And I think I even had a, a taste of something that they made. It may have been a veg, vegetarian uh taco or something okay it was it was different it was very very good though but um yeah they have they're open seven days a week monday through saturday they're open from 11 a.m to 8 p.m on sundays they are open uh at 11 to 6 p.m um you could also find the other additional information such as where the food truck is on a daily basis by going to hotindianfoods.com Again, hotindianfoods.com, uh, and you'll see in the bottom right-hand corner that it says, uh, you know, find food truck. Uh, and I think today there's supposed to be an Egan uh, at a, it's a food truck, not a food truck fest or something similar to that. Anyway, make sure you go check them out. Um, you know, tell them the unbougie foodie sent you. <laughs> uh, thanks once again everyone for tuning in you are listening to uh the umbuji foodie my name is wesley wright um james luck it's my guest host um we're still going to be talking a little bit more about food but you are listening to weqy uh, 104.7 the voice of the east side um and again we appreciate the fact that you're joining us um today um i wanted to talk about next <laughs> a little segment i call get your group on and it's just you know a lot of times we'll do one or two um different group on um items in the area or suggestions in the area and this is one it's a i can't think i'm i go to bars quite a bit i don't it's just places <laughs> that you know happen to serve food and they serve other beverages as well aside from like lemonade or soda or water sorry sometimes those are the best places um it's called uh, cherry pit and cherry pit they're located at uh, 735 white bear avenue that's uh, in saint paul so uh, St. Paul uh, zip code is 55106. Uh, they Groupon is offering a 40% off, and it's really cool too because, uh, like for lunch, it, lunch and dinner, it's the same. But for $12, you get if you pay $12, you get $20 worth of food for two people. Uh, $24, you get $40 for four people. So I think it's a, a really good um deal if you would you know i'm using groupon terminology so go grab that deal uh groupon it has that available uh, again for lunch and for dinner uh the just the uh, the establishment alone it has great specials even aside from the groupon so you could still go there and eat very affordably um it, it is still a family establishment too you know you could go there and take your family and they have a patio and especially because like the nice weather that we've been having the last couple of days has been yeah it's uh 
eat out on the patio somewhere <laughs> if not cherry pit um but they're one of their one of their um uh, specials on a daily they have specials just about uh, seven days a week but my favorite one is it's one dollar Burger Thursdays is what I call it. Yeah. One dollar burger Thursdays. One dollar burger Thursdays. Where is this place again? I'm serious. <laughs> it's Cherry Pit. Nice. You literally, I, I, some friends and I, you know, they live in the area in Mipwood area and we've gone there multiple times and for Thursday and it's not crowded. So, you know, folks that know, hey, one dollar burger Thursday and the time period you think is probably only for a couple hours. It's from three p.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> cherry pit if you get a whole lot of business it's because hey they're listening to the unbougie foodie tell them information <laughs> where to go <laughs> so no seriously uh, friends family members out there that are listening go to the cherry pit it's a really cool place uh, like I said even if you don't use your Groupon or don't get an opportunity to use Groupon visit them are really good and i'm telling you you can't miss out on that uh, dollar burger thursday and then i gotta say that i think on the second they mentioned that on the second thursday of each month it, that changes a little bit so then it's, it turns into isabel's uh, authentic uh, mexican tacos two uh, thursdays if you would for two dollars come on taco for two dollars especially if it, it's got to be a good taco I, I haven't been there on the second thursday so i can't speak on the taco but um yeah i've driven by there <laughs> and i don't know it seemed to be it, there was a taco. i think there was a truck in there maybe maybe been isabel's is isabella's actually so i'm just giving you steering you in the direction that you could take you know have a thursday you might be on a date night okay you might not have a whole lot of money they don't need your girlfriend, your boyfriend don't need to know that. Be like, hey, we're about to go over to the cherry pit. Just tell the waitress, please don't tell, say what, what kind of special this is in front of my, my significant other. <laughs> They'll be like, what? One dollar burgers? No. <laughs> be like, you. Nah, never mind. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, do you have a, a, a favorite bad place that you like? My favorite bad place. Yes. Mm -hmm. go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me think about this one. My favorite bad place. Um, Do you know what I mean by bad? Oh, yeah. I am okay. a connoisseur. Okay. I am a connoisseur of Chinese buffets. Okay. See? Okay. So, good. You understand yeah. what I'm talking about? I am. A, okay, yes. I, I, I love Chinese buffets. Mm -hmm. I do. Nice. And um, my favorite one. Please. Ed I, um, educate us. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what any of their names are. But it's on Lake Street. Uh oh. Um, um, it's in Lake Street, Minneapolis. I, I I just recently moved to St. Paul, so I'm sorry for all my my Minneapolis references here. Um, but it's on Lake Street, and maybe Stevens or First. Is it is Yellow it's, Building or something like that? It's like right by the freeway or something. Yeah, it's right yeah. by the it's right by the no 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 no, no not that one. Okay. It, it's by that place, but it's like by um, Kmart. Like Kmart is across the street. Yes, and it is right there on the corner. Um. It's on a one-way. <laughs> I don't know. That's what so, I'm telling you. I think it's that one. It's the yellow place. It's, it's not like, yellow. It's not yellow. It's like maroon. Like, is it uh, okay? Is it a Cantonese place? Uh, okay. I couldn't tell you, but I love it. I love. I love it. Um, because their wontons are actually crispy. Oh wow. Okay. I love it. I swear that's the place. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I know it is. Yeah, but I love Chinese buffets. Also, the one over by Target, the Target on Lake Street is great. 
Oh, okay. I know okay. where that is. I haven't eaten there before. Mm-hmm. I do know where it is, though. Yes. And then the one on, is it 394? Hmm. In kind of by the West End buildings in 394 Mm-mm. over in, I said St. Louis Park or that must be St. Louis Park. Hmm. It's another one. That one is huge. I'm just saying. It's oh, huge. Well. <laughs> See, this is what it's all involved with this show is knowing where to find out these things and having other educated foodie individuals that could steer us in the direction where to eat. So, you know, this is what we do. This is what the show is about. Oh, so... With this show, I always talk about some type of social aspect of food, right? Um, which I feel is important, uh, being that this radio station, WQY, is all about community and supporting the community. Um, I know that uh, a few weeks ago, well, quite a few weeks ago, <laughs> uh, August 13th specifically, they had a function called uh, 7th Street Live. And it was a really awesome function, more cultural event. Um, not so much talking about things in the past, but it's just it's something that sticks with me. Um, and being fairly new to the radio station that, you know, they have an organization that is willing to really be out in the community and try to bring people together and say, hey, get to know your community, get to know people and businesses and support um, businesses in your community. Um, there was one uh, still talking talking on the subject of food, uh, Twin Cities Mobile um, Market. Um, they're or organization. Um, they're a nonprofit um, organization. Or they've described themselves as an enterprise with the mission to strengthen communities uh, and increasing access to healthy foods. Um, before coming to Minnesota, I did not understand about the uh, terminology of. Uh, food deserts. What about you? you Um, I didn't know that phrase until I started studying education. Okay. And I've come to fully, or not fully, better understand what that means, how it affects communities, and to have organizations that are out there that are willing to go that extra mile. And, you know, sometimes you... I admit myself, having a vehicle, you feel it's just easy just to jump in your car. I'm about to go to the grocery store or something like that. Uh, and you might be willing to drive three, four miles, mm-hmm. you know, to go to a grocery store. Well, what about those that don't have the, you know, they're on whatever, you know, they're a lower income or circumstances beyond um, their control, but they're doing their best to, you know, uh, maintain their family or their household they may not have a vehicle or they're on the bus and so forth so um they may not have access to getting a, a grocery store you know without you know taking the time to be traveling on the road and foot and whatever um this is where twin cities mobile market really comes into you know into uh, into play and they are a benefit to the community um again they they literally are a grocery store on wheels. Uh, and I cool. had the opportunity to, they were at um, 7th Street Live. And it is really, it's a bus. It was a city bus that has been converted, um, you know, refrigeration. Just to see the inside, you're kind, you're, you would be amazed about what it looks like. 
Um, and it's very recognizable because, uh, again, it's a city, previously city bus, um, that that's been given, I, I don't know, I guess it's a, a wrap. You know how buses and, and tra rails and so forth have wraps on them? Anyway, it has vegetables and so forth all over this bus. But it's very, no, so you can't miss it, really can't miss it. But what, uh, as I was mentioning, they, they bring affordable, healthy um, foods right into neighborhoods um, that have, uh, that may have that food desert uh, atmosphere. Um, and just going on their website, again, learn more about them as an organization. Um, they fill the gap between food shelves and full-service supermarkets by providing a wide selection of fresh fruit at uh, m uh, market or below market um, prices. Um, like I mentioned before, a lot of times residents that live in neighborhoods, they have limited access to any type of affordable or healthy food. So um, Twin Cities Mobile Market, they give those residents an opportunity um, to get nutritious foods brought to them or in their neighborhoods um it was created in 2013 and uh again it's it's more than just fruits and vegetables literally it is produce uh cereal milk uh a, it really is a, it's a rolling grocery store i'm not trying to you know trivialize it or anything like that but really anything pretty much that you need to sustain your family um they'll make it available to you so you know i, I give a shout out to them and and thank from thank them for being uh, in the community and literally they are like two or three blocks away from here oh cool and i think it's even around the corner because i think i remember writing around yeah um, they're 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 in the community, so it's not like it's an organization that's outside and they have to come in. They are within uh, the in Dayton's Bluff area. If you want to know more, they offer. If you want to know more about them, please go to their website, uh, and uh, it's wilder www.wilder.org. Um, if you are interested in being a volunteer uh, or, again, um, finding out more about uh, the organization, um, again, being that they are in the community, they want to make sure that it's known that it's a community effort. Um, so it really does take folks from the community, neighbors, um, and even if you're not able to really get involved, um, you might be able to refer someone. If you know somebody that is in a situation where they might not be able to get um, the foods that they need for their family, definitely let them know that, hey, there's an organization called you know Twin Cities Mobile Market that's available. Um, give Turn them to that direction or just let them know or maybe even do a little bit of research and pass it on to them. Um, don't think that, okay, I'm getting into their business or whatnot or, you know, their family issues. No, help them out, you know, and let them know that there are organizations that are within the city that are willing to come to their aid uh, and, you know, offer any type of assistance. So, please, again... Uh, we're out here for the community and encouraging everyone to uh, help out um, one another. Uh, it's it's an uh, important time for people to recognize that uh, we need one another. 
the times that we live in. Um, we're all faced with some type of stress, stress or issues that we have to face on a daily basis. Uh, and why not just show that we are a community and take each other into consideration? So if you are able to do that, please do that with your neighbors, friends and families and so forth. Uh, find out more information again about Twin Cities Mobile Market. Um, they offer you can offer a donation if you'd like. Um, again, if you go to www.wilder.org uh, and look for the link, get involved. Um, you could support their work and uh, make sure that uh, the Twin Cities mobile market continues on. Um, and remember, too, that, uh, like I said, they offer more than just fruits and vegetables. They have recipes. They have um, nutritional education that they offer as well. So even if you just want to know about, hey, what can I cook for my family? Is there a recipe or so forth that I could I could make for them? Um, definitely. They offer that as well. So please make sure that you're uh, uh, looking into that. Um, and hey, supporting uh, Twin Cities Mobile Market. Um, James, um, what? I know you said you live, which I thought was kind. Of, I know we talked about that before. You mentioned it. Uh, is there a place nearby you that you'd like to go to? Yeah. Um. So I live. Um right um in um cathedral hill area yeah and so um i've discovered wa frost oh. which is which Sorry. is wonderful <laughs> i love that place i really enjoy um that place they have a great charcuterie too and it's great and mm. their cheese it's so good it's so good um but also just their their um regular food like mm. going there and it's a little bit on, i don't go there as often as i'd like because it's it's, it's pricey. I, mean, I think it, it, it is. It is. But the food is really, really good. The last time I was there, I had their eggplant spatula. Which is what egg, is that? It's so an eggplant. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of like eggplant steaks. So you just cut you know the rounds and they fried them up a little bit. Okay. And then the spatula is like, it's a German kind of pasta. Mm-hmm. I believe you would, I, I get, I'm, I'm going to call it that. People probably correct me. But it's, it's like little pasta nuggets. So it's eggs, flour, milk put together. Um, and they're not... And they're small. They're really so it's small. not because it, that almost reminds me of like gnocchi, almost, but not 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 as not as not nearly as thick as gnocchi. Okay, teeny tiny. It's almost as if you were making pasta, uh, or just any kind of bread, and the little pieces, that, the little that, bits that are yeah. left on the side. It's a whole <laughs> bunch of that, and it's and it's in this wonderful sauce. Um, that was the last thing I had. There. I'm actually going there tonight with a couple of friends. Um, so <laughs> so we'll see what's there. But also. Um, I really enjoy um, the Happy Gnome. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, mm-hmm. Happy Gnome. The Happy Gnome, and they have they have great they have great like from like basic like burger burger place yep. to awesome amazing really like thick thick pork chops. I was there not that long ago to have poutine. Oh, oh, poutine. <laughs> love poutine. And their poutine, like their French fries are almost like gnocchi. You know, I, I was impressed. Yeah. And I've had, po- well, okay, no, no, no. I make it sound like I'm some poutine expert. Sorry, that came out wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had, I had poutine at another establishment and I thought it was okay. I was like, I've never, who would ever have put gravy on it just seemed. I'm sorry. 
when someone was initially describing it to me, I'm like, that just sounds like a, me a mess. Yeah. You know, stuff. Uh, I don't know about that. Then when I had it, I was like, oh, now I understand. But then, you know, that was that time. Then I went to the Happy Gnome and it was like a level raised of poutine presentation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is so good. It is so good. So, like, because they also, I think it's, is it Andouille sausage they yes. put in it? Yes. Mm -hmm. That stuff is, I mean, yep. telling you that sausage, adding to it. And what is it? I think is a white. It's, I can't, it's, it's a cream. Or something that's on top. I don't know if is it the cheese or is it, I, I what type of cheese is it green hair? I have I have no no Eat idea it. what kind of cheese. But the cheese is good, but they put like some kind of seasoned sour cream. And, Maybe that's, that's what and they it just is drizzle that on top. That's too. what it is. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. I I love that stuff, and yeah, it was just an amazing. And it's a it's a nice size. It's small enough, but big enough. That okay, I'm done. That was a meal because you, you want poutine to be bigger than it is because you love it, but you want it to be small enough so you don't have a heart attack. Because exactly. well, <laughs> it is just cheese and French fries and, and gravy. gravy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it's not good for you, um, but it's good in all the good in all the bad ways. Yeah, see, that's another one of those bad, bad. Places. Another great poutine in on the Saint Paul side is Groveland Tap, I, oh, which is where is that? Um, it is over kind of by McAllister. Down I'm, that way. I'm gonna have to look into that. I, I've never been there. Someone else mentioned it, but, and we've driven. I have driven by it, and I'm like, why does it seem kind of busy over there? But mm -hmm. nah. it, they have another great poutine as well, and it's much bigger. Well, I guess I've only had like their. I've never been to their, like a happy hour there. I've only okay. been, like their normal regular right. size, and it's quite a bit bigger than Happy Gnomes. Hmm. But it's, I think that theirs is more a traditional style. Okay. So it's more of a brown gravy. I see. With French fries. And the, of course there's cheese curds. Theirs has cheese curds in there where the Happy Gnome does not. Okay. So there's a difference there. Dang. See, this thing. And, it, you know, it's so difficult, you know, to stay in shape, you know, when you have all these different food I options know. and everything. Like, dang it, dang it, dang it. Crap. <laughs> Anyway, I, you know, you get on a tangent about food, and and then you it brings you back down or down to earth. It's like okay, you have to be a foodie, but then you really have to remember you can't That's the everything. A foodie, right? Yeah, I know. I'm like okay, I I want I really have to wonder how some of these folks on what like I'm just calling out. I'm not like trying to do any type of promos for anybody. <laughs> Previously, man versus food. People on food networks that have, you know, do these traveling shows and and so forth. Guy Fieri, all all of these folks, you know, it's like, okay, some of them aren't svelte. Understand that, but they're chefs or they eat food and they go from here to there. It's like, how are you not like more poundage on you <laughs> or yeah. something like that? You know, because of all the things. That, and I know it's probably just one bite, and they're like, okay, this is good. I just need to get the the taste of what it was and then move forward to, to the next thing or whatnot. But I can't waste food. Yeah, that's a problem. I know. And I also, I have a thing going to a restaurant where if it's on my plate, I have to eat it. Because yeah, what what happened, what has happened, I know for me, my parents have always said, I put this on your plate or you or when we go out to a restaurant, you ordered it, you're going to eat it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and so they make you eat pretty much the whole entire thing. It's yeah. like because it either either if you don't eat it, it gets thrown away at the restaurant, nice. more than likely, or you bring it home, and it never tastes good when you bring it home. It never tastes the same. Well, it's not, never warm. It not gets all the time, but some of the time it does. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes I, I hear what you're saying. I got oh. you, but you know, you might have to just kind of. I don't know. Sometimes you have to doctor these things up a little bit. When you get home, <laughs> add a little bit of this, add a little bit of that, and you're like, okay, we back at we back at the level of why I got you to begin with and why I brought you home. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's been uh, a wonderful uh, day talking about food as always. Um, what do you have? Uh, I, well, not so much coming up per se, because mm-hmm. you've already talked about um, uh, your your. Uh, I don't. I don't like to call it just a play because it's not a play. It's a <sighs> production. Production. Yeah. That's the word that I'm looking for. Because uh, you know, I respect uh, anyone that is in the arts, no matter what it is. Um, so. Are there other productions that are that you have coming up, or this is just one that you're concentrating on right this now? Is the, this is my my most recent one coming okay. up right now, and that opens, um, as like I said, in February or September 30th. Okay, I'm in the process right now. So stages, we have a, a season, and our season actually opens um, on Friday. Okay, with cool. a show um, called The Magic Treehouse. Nice, which is a whole book series, and this one is called The Night in New Orleans, which is based on um, Louis Armstrong becoming famous. Oh wow! So it goes back to New Orleans with these two main characters. And they discover who Louis Armstrong is in jazz. So it's pretty cool. And that opens this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Nice. Um, And then we have a whole season at Stages. It goes through the entire year. And we basically we're in production all the way through August. A couple weeks off. And then we start again in September. Okay. Um, but the other show I'm working on this upcoming season is The Velveteen Rabbit. Okay. And I'm I'm a composer, so I'm writing the score for that show. Nice. So I've been I'm at home scoring it up. And right now the musical is written, and I'm just orchestrating all of the parts now. Cool. Very yeah. nice. When you are okay, <laughs> there are moments where I feel like, dang, I'm taking my friends away from you know their 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 jobs and their their interests and so forth. And so again, I appreciate you coming on and being on the show and everything. I know it's in the morning and everything. So normally, would you what would you be doing on a Saturday? I know for myself, um, in the past, I would be at a farmer's market mm-hmm. or. Again, doing more research for, you know, being the unbougie foodie. Right. Um, but what about yourself? Saturdays I mean? are usually my day off. Okay. Because, like, I work freelance, so I usually work... Well, I pick usually one day of the weekend to be my day off. Okay. Because I'm working in the arts. You, sometimes you have your job within the arts. That's your constant. And then I freelance, too. Okay. And so, one usually one day out of the weekend is my day off. I just... And I do what I want to do. Nice. Um, so, um, like, today, I'm here. And then I'm spending my, my family's <laughs> my family's in town this weekend, so I'll be hanging out with them um, throughout the day. But usually my my day off I sleep in, which which for me is not sitting on the, an alarm clock. Okay. And so it could be getting up at six thirty, or it could be getting up at nine. But there's no alarm clock, and so it doesn't matter to me. I just get up whenever I get up. Because <sighs> <laughs> I, I sigh because I'm like I don't know what's wrong with me then because no matter what I'm like. Up by six o'clock, yeah, you know. I mean, okay, yes, I know. I, I, and 
I'm here. I'm in. I want. I'm engaged because right. I want to be engaged. But it's like I don't even have a I don't have an alarm clock. I mean, I have my phone or whatever that can be serve mm-hmm. as an alarm clock. But it's like it's like a, that internal clock that's sure. just telling me get up, get up. But are you rested when you get up? Y- yes and no. Sure. Because my mind is racing on other stuff. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. I feel like if I wake up to an alarm clock, it's forced me to get up, and oh. so I never feel I rested. But when I wake up naturally, which is I just get up, and it could be any time, I feel then I'm like, okay, my day can start because it's like my body's saying that makes sense for me to get up. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, dang it. I, I, I <laughs> wish I could be. Uh, I mean, I guess I could be that way, but yeah. The, the life of a foodie can be so. Okay, we're going to go out. To just late night spot, mm-hmm. and then you stay up until twelve thirty, one o'clock. Right. <laughs> like, what's, what's, dang it. what's the best late night spot you found? Because uh, my schedule working in the arts, like sometimes my dinner comes at ten o'clock. Uh, well, you know, especially I, over here because I don't know this neighborhood. Okay. Well, I will say that it's because I've been there. The dark horse for me has been good. Uh, um. They're in down there in downtown St. Paul. Okay. Um, they're actually near. It's kind of like walking distance to um, CHS Field. Um, okay. What is it? I wanted. I wanted to say that it's. It's. I'm thinking of Tin Cup. That's another thing I got to talk about. Tin Cup, but not right now. But. Um, Dang it! I, I can't. It, it slips my mind. It's near something else. Okay. Um, but then there is another place that I have not been. I'm dying to go to that has a really good. Uh, so many other friends have said you gotta go here. I'm a I'm a meat person. Uh, well, you talked about charcuterie, but this is you know farm. Uh, what's now to tail? Uh, you've heard, heard that yeah. term before. Snout to tail, handsome hog. Uh, they have a late night uh, dinner, or I think they're open until like one o'clock or something like that. Okay. It is an, um, from what they're saying, uh, it's amazing. Uh, and the different types of cuts of meat and everything, like I said, uh, they're snout to tail, so they're using every bit of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the, you know, that animal is, uh, and nothing is going to waste. So I think that might okay. be a place that you might need to check yeah. out. That we both will need to check out. I mean, uh-huh. my birthday passed already, but I mean, it was last week. But you know, I was trying to go there, but circumstances beyond my control. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, I, it was a weird weekend. It just, you know. <laughs> phone crashed i didn't have it yeah yeah bad stuff anyway (laughs) hopefully it wasn't you know i still kind of enjoyed myself i i thank my friends i really do appreciate them for being out and saying well come let's go here go there or something like that because without them it would have been kind of a little bit of an issue which is you know Mm -hmm. i'm not having a phone how can you have how could you I can't be a social person without a phone. How is that possible? Well, I remember I got my first phone when I was 16 when I started driving. Because my, my parents' house it was like eight miles from like the town that we grew up in. Right. So it, I just got it when I started driving. And I'm turning 32 next week. 
So I have had a phone. Wait, so you're a Virgo? For half of my life. Are you a Virgo? I'm a Virgo, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a Virgo, yeah. No. Yeah, so I've had a cell phone for half my life. You, Which is like, huh. You young people. <laughs> you young people. I'm telling you. Um, yeah. But going back to your know, favorite late night spot. Yeah. I think... Uh, it's, I, you know, we. I just mentioned that to you. I don't know. It seems like there might be a fight or something or some kind of race between you and I. Who's going to go to Handsome Hog first? Because <laughs> you seemed interested. Yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm. You know, I, I think I may need to kind of like really step up going out Handsome to Hog. Handsome Hog. Because <laughs> yeah. I just told somebody and he's like, wait, what? I know. Yeah. yeah. What's this mm-hmm. place? But no, definitely check, check that out. Um, rave rave reviews uh about handsome hog um i don't know if it's in you do you know where cheeky monkey used to be yeah do you know what's coming into the space for cheeky monkey (laughs) and my favorite thing about that are the extras Right. That are coming in. Right. The extras that go along with. Do I love like soul food? Yeah. Good. But the extras, like collard greens. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the I, best things. See, the, the thing about it is, yes, I, I understand that they have one, you know, on Eat Street and mm-hmm. you know, on Nicolette or whatever. But the fact that it's going to be basically. I don't have to drive 20 minutes. And again, I'm not I saying that. Not, the, it is going to be maybe. 35 steps from my apartment. Oh, see, I, <laughs> I, I really don't like you. <laughs> Good God. Seriously, man. But I've been hearing this for a long time. When are they actually, when is it going to be finalized and are they going to be opening? I have no idea. I, I'm not, I can't speak to these. You, you don't know, because I, I, but it's I, definitely signage. Yeah, no, it's supposed to be like later this month or yes. early next month. That, that, okay. I'm not, please don't say, Yo, hey, you heard it from such and such, nope, but I, I will just say that within the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you will hear, we're talking, if you don't know, we're talking about Revival. Yeah. So revival. <laughs> revival is coming to St. Paul, people. Mm-hmm. Coming to St. Paul. Selby and Avenue. if you've not been to Revival, man, you've got to go. But listen, we are coming to the end of the Unbougie Foodie. Thank you so, so much, uh, James Leckitz, for being here. I appreciate you, and uh, it's been an honor having you, sir. Um, any last words? Really quick. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Oh, thanks for having me on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, talking about food is yes. always fun. Thank you so much. Anyway, thank you again for joining the Unbougie Foodie. Listening to, listen to us every week at uh, on Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WEQY, the voice of the east side. <laughs>